Welcome back to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. With one day down in their 48-hour window of opportunity, Zoe and Alan are working feverishly to track down Zafar Al-Tahir before he can disappear for good. Alan has found a piece of the puzzle going through the paper trail, while Zoe has found another within the data she's been decrypting. Their search takes them to an outlier in Snohomish, where they hope to find out which ID is the one to follow. Our GM is Max. Zoe is played by Sarah, and Alan is played by Robin. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's get on the internet. <laughs> Basically my life now. Cool. Let's do this. I will wiggle free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting eagle. And put the put like a blanket over him. Yeah. Put a pillow where I was so he can like cuddle it instead. Mm-hmm. Feed cat. Get some food. Okay. Cat's looking at the cat food, knocking out of the tray, giving you the raised eyebrow look. Stop it. Tuna? Tuna? Okay. <laughs> I'll put some tuna down. You have to eat something other than just tuna. Don't give me that face. Flick, flick of tail. Flick, 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 flick. <laughs> Whatever. Just ignore it. Make some coffee. Okay. I guess get back on the internet. And so before you get back on the internet, it's time to scare you one last time. Oh, good. You begin setting everything up. You get your small, what do you eat? Whatever's, like whatever's in the fridge. Leftover pizza, meat. (laughs) Some soy rolls from the stuffer shack. That works. You begin getting the coffee maker clean and whatnot. You grab the soy rolls out, put them on the counter, look over the coffee maker and it turns on. And you're like, fuck, so you have to turn it off. And so you have to mess with that, put the new stuff in, clean it real quick. <laughs> and as you're doing it, for whatever reason, and you you feel every time you look at the coffee maker, it wants to turn on. Not that you're turning it on like the flipping of the switch, but you're, you know, because it's a Wi-Fi device. Yeah. You feel like you're the reason it's coming on because you look at it and it comes on. And so. I don't like it. And then I look, I'll just kind of like. <laughs> Not look at it and fix it. Okay. <laughs> and then finally let it turn on. And it instantly makes coffee. <laughs> you know, it's that's it's one of the high speed ones. Right. So you have okay. your cup. Excellent. Cup of coffee. Eat some food. Internet time. Alright. What part do you want to tackle first? Let's start on a new ID. Okay. One that hasn't been mentioned. Exactly. Get everything so I can start looking at the big picture instead of piece by piece. Marion Wong is the next ID you grab. Matrix Perception. Seven successes. Mr. Wong is an appropriate age. And you can see the image of the Sufar guys scattered throughout the pictures and all the data information. Marion Wong works for Sports Town, where he basically travels around and promotes the business, trying to get people to buy into it so they can sell the products and open stores and franchises and stuff like that. So lots of travel involved in it, as well as lots of ID pictures, as well as other things. You begin sorting through all the data, and hours are rolling by as you're playing around with things. And as you're doing so, you find a picture of Mr. Zufar on a jet ski. Why is this important? Well, as a promotional individual of a sports town, sports are important. So he's on this machine. He's also muscular as hell. He's ripped for an accountant. Can I tell if the picture's been doctored at all? I hope so. (laughs) 
You want to start breaking the file down and see what you can pull out? Yeah, sure. The good thing is you don't have to be online to access these pictures. You can download it and get offline and be on your computer to start tearing it apart without risk of doing anything. Like, you would have to hack it and deactivate any protections and stuff like that that right. be placed onto it. Yeah. We'll just start looking at the file. File has protection on it. All of them do. I mean, that's what you get when you have a rating six identification and the protections that come along with them. That's true. Okay. All right. To crack its protection, it's a hacking plus logic based on your attack as its limit limitations. Okay. The system puts up an incredible fight. Whoever designed this protection, the program left the file itself and tried to subvert your actual deck by causing it the trash bin to begin duplicating everything in the trash bin and overloading. Made for successes to protect itself. You were able to subvert that actual counter attack and shut it down, cracking open the file. Excellent. The file is going to try to resist any editing and opening. So now it's a computer logic, data processing is your limit versus the intuition firewall of the file. Seven. All right. It's like arm wrestling a toddler. You win. Yay. And (laughs) pulling the file apart, you immediately load it up into an art program and begin checking it out. It separates into all the given layers And you can see that somebody used a 3D modeling imaging device or program of some type to take a 3D scan of Mr. Javar's head and model it onto each of these individual bodies. You find the program is somewhat inlaid and you can see the necessary file that you're like, okay, I can see what they did. I know what they're using. I've seen this program. Oh, here's all the real models information. There's the dude's real face. And so they basically made several layers to make it look authentic. Like Zufar was actually the guy with the ripped body. And all it is is just his head on the entire thing. After you crack that, you're able to figure out that, oh, hey, this shouldn't be too hard to check all the other photos if you really felt like it. Is there any way that I could look at a like a um, particular person's signature on this file? Yes. Like who could make it? That's what I want to do. All right. So now you've turned your attention away from the file and all the stuff inside of it. And you started looking at the bare bones of whatever's left. And you're going to start digging around, shaving off the layers, looking for that fingerprint. Mm-hmm. The file's on your computer. We're assuming you've got one mark on it. But to get this level of information, you're going to need to go deeper. You're going to need to get as many marks onto the file as you can. And then you're going to need to hack the file itself to get into its actual systems information. While you do that, you're going to roll as many times as you need to hack on the fly. I wouldn't brute force it because you'll destroy the file. Right. So hack on the fly. Get all the needed successes. We'll come back to you. And then once you've succeeded doing that, then you're going to do another matrix perception to find the fingerprint. What do I have to roll to? What's the number that I'm looking for to roll to? You need three three marks on the file. Right. So you need to do a hack on the fly until you've got enough to count for three marks. You've already got one, so you need to add two more. And then after that, you need to do a matrix perception. And while you do that, uh, mute yourself, and we will go over to Robin. Robin. It's early in the morning. What time does Alan get up? Probably around seven. Okay. Probably while he's eating, he's going to be going through the files. He probably did that last night, too. Oh, so you separated them last night into the different stacks? Yes. Okay. 
Well, you eliminated the Rio de Janeiro. You were able to eliminate the, one of the receipts from Loblaws. So that helped clear out a lot of stuff, leaving about four or five pieces of paperwork that just, you know, are still sticking out. You got rid of the map as well and mm-hmm. the frog and the gun. So the, the stack, like I said, has shrunk down. Right now, the next piece of paper you pick up seems to be mechanic information, like a car repair. These people all have cars, right? Yes. Are any of them listed as working for a mechanics? Let's check. No. No. That one's a shampooer. That one's a sous chef. This one's a weaving machine operator. And this one's, oh, a maintenance technician for something called Jeans Unlimited. Jeans Unlimited. Yes. This person is named Robert Hernandez. We have Robert, right? Robert drives a BMW, but the thing mm-hmm. that in question is a moving van, like a utility van that has maintenance on it. Moving from where? Do they, is it listed? Yes. It's a moving van that basically, you know, you put cargo in, you take it from place to place, like an in-town. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I know. Moving van, moving right. truck. Yeah, yeah. But moving from what location? This is just a receipt. This is just a receipt for repairs that was done to this van. Where was it? Where was this receipt from? (laughs) Crazy Tiger Automotive. Okay, and where is that? Where is this located? In Seattle. Where in Seattle? Tacoma. Tacoma. Okay. Is it close enough for me to drop by and ask about? Sure. You notice that the van's listing in this repair receipt says that it's a company van, but it doesn't say the name of the company. Yeah. So. You want to head by Crazy Tiger? Yep. It's got an address and everything. So you're gonna, I'm assuming you're going to take a bus or you're going to hail a cab or get an Uber? Take a bus and I'm wearing my lined coat. I've got a gun, my staff. All right. It's a blustery shower-like morning as you get out into the streets of Seattle heading for the local bus stop. It doesn't take long before your feet are soaked as you're climbing onto the bus with all the other soggy individuals. Riding a few blocks before you get out, checking your phone and the address you have listed, you look up at a car wash. Car wash. The address is correct, but there's no crazy Tiger Automotive here. I'm going to text Zamara, say, crazy Tiger Automotive. Fake. Take a picture of this receipt. Say, uh, lead on, uh, sin maker, question mark. And then go back to my house. Okay. So this seems to be in relation to the maintenance technician named Robert Hernandez, but doesn't seem to lead anywhere. What do you want to do with it? Put it on pile five and a half. Okay. So it's like, it gets its own pile. Hernandez. The maintenance technician. All right. But- So we're going to fast forward here a little bit as now with the last few clues, you know, you find another one that relates to South America as well as some like hotel arrangements. You immediately shuffle that over to Mario. Juan. You shuffle that over to Juan's information. You're like, okay, well, that's South America. And then you find another one that's related to purchase of uh, some more automotive parts. You're like, oh, that must be. So as you do this, you get into a point where – there's only one thing left in the sixth pile. It's a receipt. It's a receipt for some electronic stuff. It says it's for a Kragen Auto Parts and Convenience Store. Located? 
in Sonomish. Oh. Oh, a city knowledge. Okay. I know Sonomish is not uh, the best place to be going around, and I also know that uh, it's a really good place to make a quick getaway from. It's also out in the country, so there's that. Two successes. Okay. What do you want to know? Basically, if Alan knows what I just said. That? Sonomish is out in the country... People like making quick getaways, and it's humanist. No, no, I wouldn't say Sonomish is humanist. Yeah. That's Renton. Sorry, Renton. Uh, there's an address. It's like 2172 Sundown Lane. Okay. I'm going to send that address to Zoe and also ask her, can you find where this is precisely, and whether this is what it says it is. Okay. So, Zoe, you're online already. How did you do? Okay, so putting it on two marks at the same time, I switched my programs around to use Stealth and Exploit, which gives me a total of plus three to my sleaze. So I got nine successes. And then doing a matrix perception afterwards, I would switch back, and I got a total of seven uh, successes. Very, very nice. A little golf clap for you. You find in the file, conveniently written backwards is the word Norse 2030. So not only did this person rewrite how script is supposed to be written, <laughs> they thought it would be funny by making it look backwards. Okay. And as you're doing so, you notice that your comm suddenly picks up a text message as you're finishing doing everything, and then after a moment or two, another one pops up. Okay. So this is an, a hacker ID, yes? You're assuming. Okay. Can I make... A knowledge roll on Deckers to see if I know this person or not. Yes. Excellent. Knowledge is... That would be logic, right? Yes. I have five successes. Norse 2030 is a highly prized ID manufacturer whose true identification is a complete mystery. And no one really knows who they happen to be. But you know that you yourself have seen and praised his work and only heard of it because you can see when you go to Jack Point the amount of people begging for his services. We'll say him because you don't know if it's a him or her. Right. And so to come to the realization that one of the top end players is involved, that's kind of, I don't know, what to you? Scary. Scary? Awesome. Yeah. All of those things. You got a lady boner there kicking off, right? A little bit. Just, just a little. All right. Little. Little lady boner. <laughs> okay. So I guess looking up, let's Google Maps. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can find that address. And it is for a place called Cragen Auto Parts Con and Convenience Store. Make a, do you see anything going on here? Cragen Auto Parts. Cragen. No. It's fine. So, you, yeah, you see Cragen Auto Parts and Convenience Store. It's a real place. So whatever she's – this address and this name she's asking for, it's real. What do you want to oh, – sorry, he's asking for. Right. What do you want to say back? Maps say it's real place. Okay. And it's like where, it, where it's located, like where it's actually located. It's for real, real. It's for real, real, not for play play. Which one is this under? The Cragen? New person or different person? Unidentified. 
We Ooh. could not only thing that could not be traced to any of these uh, the false identities. Another piece of information, all the addresses that are listed with all the identities, none of them are in Sonomish. All the addresses that you guys have currently played across and whatnot, none of them are in Sonomish. Okay. This might be where the person's hiding out? Question mark? There was one receipt to hear. That's why we were checking out the ID. Yes. This is the only receipt that did not attached to a false ID. And do you know what the receipt is for? No. What? Five pieces of electronics. Ooh! What kind of electronics? Uh, SKU item number 58163. Each valued about $700. Can I, can I search that SKU number? Sure. Alright, you're going to do a matrix search for it. And as you do a matrix search for that SKU number... You get nothing. Nothing that seems to be prevalent. You get SKU numbers related to Walmart, AutoZone. You get SKU numbers related all over the place. That's a shit ton of data. Just like everybody uses this number. So it's like, damn it. Nothing pins down to one thing. There's five items at $700. Each. Each. So what do you want to do? I mean, I'll, I'll tell Alan that the SKU numbers on the receipt don't match anything mm-hmm. that I can pull up. Oh, and that all the photos have been doctored by a specific really high on the food chain Decker. I think this is where I call Sunny in and uh, <laughs> yeah. tell her. We should probably conference call. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty early in the morning. Well, no, no. We've already done two roles. So yeah, at this point in time, it's Past, it's probably at 10-ish in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have to make that damn sound because I don't want to. For some reason, it's not going to voicemail. I wonder why. I can't answer. You keep ringing. Oh, sorry. Hello. Sunny, you sound strange. No, this isn't Sunny. Hang on a minute. Hey, babe, your phone went off. Oh, okay. Uh, Who is it? I don't know. Let me find out. Who is this? It's, uh, Zoe. Oh, yeah. It's it's Zoe. Okay. She's just kidding. Hang on. Uh, Okay. Zoe, what's up? I have Alan on with me. Okay. So we found out some information. Mm-hmm. All of your IDs and the pictures associated with them have been doctored by a very high price decker. Okay. I mean, like, top of the line, everybody wants him or her. Okay. Not sure. We've kind of sorted out most of the information, but there's one receipt in particular mm-hmm. that isn't associated with anything, and it's to a place called Cragen Auto Parts. And it's over in Sonomish. Sonomish. Alan's going to say, and I happen to know a lot of uh, discreet services are run out of uh, Sonomish. Okay. That, I mean, good work on finding that stuff. Uh, So, why are you calling me? Oh, we just wanted to give you an update. Oh, okay. And we figured... 
you might be able to apply more pressure on this person. Yeah, um, I've got a lot of stuff to do today. There's no way I'm going to be able to make it out. Okay, then I'll make do. Yes, because, I mean, if you want me to do your job for you, then that means I don't have to pay you. Yes, okay. I mean, just go out and see what's up. See who's there. Because, you know, if this person is as as famous for their work, I'm pretty sure that they don't want to have their real identity exposed. That's true. True. I say I'll go up myself and let, but I'll let my um, friend know where I'm going, <laughs> and that if I disappear, she is to bring down the hounds of Lavar. <laughs> Whatever you got to do, Alan. We'll keep you informed. Okay. Excellent. I love to see you work, babe. <laughs> and then the phone hangs up. Well, I'm headed out to Sonomish. How? Because there's no way that Zoe can hack you there. You have to either walk, <laughs> ride a bicycle, ride a bus, ride an Uber, ride a taxi. He's, t- he's taking, going to take a taxi. Alright, Uber taxi or regular taxi? Regular taxi. Because those Uber drivers are mean. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uber drivers aren't mean. Sometimes they have water bottles. And... Mints. Alright, Zoe, what do you want to do? And Alan's wearing his nice suit in addition to his uh, armor. <laughs> Under his armor and... I wish there was a way <laughs> that I could get eyes on. We need all of our people to walk around with those little, like, body cams. <laughs> I'm going to show you something real quick. See all those numbers? Uh-huh. Sort of. Those, those are the listing locations and the highways that have cameras on them and the number of cameras that are on those highways. The next one was a listing of airports and normal places that have it. The next page lists all the cameras and locations. This city is so watched, it's almost impossible not to get almost every angle on a road. There's a good possibility you can watch Alan's drive in the taxi all the way out there and back because of the number of cameras that are in the city. True, but also overwatch. Yes, first you have to get a mark on the system, and then every 15 minutes. But you can go to the location you want to be at and look for a camera, because the icon's going to be there, kind of floating around. You're like, Decker project over there, and look for a camera, and be like, I'm going to look through this one. All right, can I? what can I see, you know? You can also okay. go there in the Matrix and look at the setup and see what the hell's going on, because you know it takes that long to get there. Correct. You can also, and this is me giving one more piece of advice that you probably, I don't know if you read everything, but you know you can follow along with Alan and throw your deck as a firewall defensive measure against any hacking that might happen to Alan's electrical equipment like comlinks and stuff. So you know you really? can you can ride along and be like link up with Alan's phone so Alan's phone can't be hacked. It'll have your firewall and your defenses. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I I wasn't yeah I wasn't aware of that part. Yeah, I, I it's not really it's written somewhere in the book, but it's talked about a lot in the literature is that hackers and deckers will firewall the whole team's system so it's the whole team is protected, you know, like smart gun links and stuff like that. The worst part can happen to a team is the enemy decker causes all their rounds to eject. Right. You know, you've done that before. Yeah. So, uh if your gun is high tech and has a wireless, somebody can access it that way. 
It's not mine isn't Wi-Fi'd. So you can ride along with Alan, not getting an Overwatch score, and just hanging out providing a firewall. That's not going to do anything. It's when you actually perform an attack or a sleaze function that's going to start your Overwatch. Okay. Then let's do that. Yeah. Let's ride along. So you're going to be Alan's Matrix spirit that will protect him from all Matrixy stuff. Yeah. So he doesn't have to sing the song, All by myself, I'm going to shoot a bitch in the face, All by myself. Exactly. So you're going to hang out. Uh, you're going to put your program to follow him so you can wander around the house, do stuff and whatnot, hang out with Eagle before he heads off to work. We're going to fast forward over to it. And I'm going to start with first the real world description of Kragen Auto Parts and Convenience Store. As the cab, the, I'm assuming the cab takes you all the way there. Does it stop up the road or what? Intuition plus logic on which would be a better move. Two successes. Well, in honesty, you know, if this is the location of a pretty well-renowned computer-type person, they might have everything monitored pretty well. And might be watching the traffic, might not. They'd see your cab coming up because it has advertisements all over in the Matrix. Yeah, so stop up the stop up the road. And then walk the rest of the way? Yep. Alright, and Zoe, what are you going to do to protect... Alan in the Matrix as he approaches Kragen. I've never been a guardian angel before. If I do a Matrix perception around that area, is that going to start my Overwatch? No, that's a data processing. Okay. Anytime the limit is either attack or sleaze, that's what starts it. Okay. Let me do a Matrix perception or try to see what's out there. Okay, what about you? What are you going to do for yourself to protect yourself? I'm asking about protection right now, not what actions you're going to take. Right. Where is that matrix defense? I'm not entirely sure what I can do as far as defense purposes. You can run silent. You can make sure that your attack and firewall are really high, especially if you're not invisible. Yes. Run silent. That will happen. When you run silent, so does Alan, by the way, since you've got your control over Alan. And by the way, if Alan wants to make a phone call, it has to go through you. You have to say yes or no to stuff. So Alan can't really – I mean, you can stop any action that all of Alan's tech is doing because Alan's giving you permission to do that. Okay. Would I be able to – if he needed to – contact me, but without calling, would I be able to see any text message that he's prepping? Of course. Yeah. And he he could even, you could even turn it on so that you're always listening through the microphone of his phone. Okay. Then I'll do that. You have access. Mm -hmm. Run silent on calm always on. Mm -hmm. All right. So go ahead. And for run silent, it is logic plus sleaze test. This does not count as starting your overwatch. Okay. Computer plus sleeves. That's how many, that's my, uh, the limit on my deck, right? No, no, it's just your computer. Yeah, the limit on your deck of sleeves. You're actually rolling those many dice. Okay. And do I have a limit? No, you do not have a limit. Because sleeves is technically an attribute. So when you roll two attributes, you have no limit. So I got ten altogether. You're kidding. (laughs) Wow. Because... When you walk into the area, the whoever's running the area, the agents got four. Oh, good lord. 
And there's three of them in the area. And he, oh, he rolled shit. He got four as well. Oh, thank God. Wow. So you are like invisible as you, as so Alan gets out and starts walking up the street. No, 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 no. As all of a sudden, you know, 100 meters or so, things start fading into existence. 100 meters out, you see what looks like a security dome of pretty decent proportions. It's not like, oh, hey, look, this is like arcology level security. It looks pretty simple. But what you see are three agents circling around. Does this around. guy have his own host? Yes. <gasps> I have oh. more of a lady boner. <laughs> Alan's so, going to type out, look like right place. Uh, you see that there are solar panel icons all over the roof of the building. There are three agents that are active, and they seem to be advertisement agents. You you know what an agent is, right? Yeah. Semi-artificial intelligent. You can recognize that this just isn't like ad space. He, these are real agents. These are programs that are blurting out, Hey, everybody, Cregan Auto Park. We got great stuff. But the way they move and act, you're like, I'm not falling for that, that shit. <laughs> Those are ads. <laughs> Those are attack ads. <laughs> attack ads. That's no moon. <laughs> yep, right place. Right place. That's a right. The as you get closer, you can make a matrix perception if you'd like if you'd like to to identify these agents. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that you just recognize that they seem to be a little bit more high tech than they need to be for advertisements. Yeah. How many successes can you buy in a matrix perception? Computer plus intuition. And remember, you're looking at a noise value of about five right now. No, three plus five, eight. Right. I mean, I can, I can signal scrub that out. Okay. Pretty well. <laughs> Isn't it nice to have a nice deck? Yes. And it's nice to have a Kuma <laughs> to help. I can buy four successes. Well, I can tell you this much. Being able to buy four successes, the person who disguised these as advertisements did just enough work so the average person's not going to know that they're looking at three black ices sitting outside of this place. These are intelligent countermeasure, uh, intrusion countermeasure devices that are designed to subdue and kill. Okay. So type back definitely right place. So far, they haven't seen you. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's the matrix description there. Are, so basically you're walking up to a fortress that has auto cannons on the outside of it that are pretty dangerous. When you walk up the front of the building, though, you can see that there is – it's a garage. It's a stuffer shack that looks like it's been modified to sell more than just regular stuffer shack material. There's a place to buy biodiesel, diesel, ethanol, as regular as regular gasoline. You see there's two charging stations out front for electric vehicles, solar panels across the roof of the building, quite a number of them too, as well as solar panels across the roofing that goes over the pumps. So there's been a lot of solar panel additions. This guy, and it, you know, you see signs that says, go green. You see a sign that sits there and shows uh, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes pissing on a stuffer shack symbol. Let's see what else... And I just rolled six successes for a physical perception. Ah, propane tanks as well as a lot of variety of other things. Lots of stickers in the windows. You know how normal gas stations and whatnot, they have those stickers and lots of different advertisements and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You notice the stickers are placed in such a pattern that there are openings every once in a while. When you look in the opening, you see a slight reflective surface of a camera pointing outside. But you don't see any cameras outside of the building. Sarah. Do you want to enter the host? 
So far, they haven't noticed you. <laughs> oh, this is going to be terrible. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> you need to probably stop what you're doing. Go feed your cat some tuna fish and tell it to leave you the hell alone for like the next 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and just fill up its dish like piled high with tuna and then look at it and go, <laughs> you know, it's all hold on. Right here, right here. Don't bother me for a little bit. Got it? Meow, meow, meow. You want this? This? Yeah. Behave. And I put it down. Okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me let me look for some stuff for Alright, so while we're doing that, Alan, yeah. you're walking up to the front, there's the description, you see the cameras, you realize you're being watched at this point in time, you're walking up slowly. You're not the only pedestrian on the street at this point in time. This is not like off in the middle of nowhere. This is on a, near a end of a street corner with several other businesses in a very country rural area. It's so rural that as you're walking up, you see a tractor coming to a stop in the parking lot at one of the, the, parking slots, a tractor. An older gentleman, and this is as you're like crossing the street, heading down the sidewalk, gets off the tractor and goes into the auto part slash convenience store. What would you like to do, Alan? I know this guy's uh, net address. I'm going to walk up, look at one of the cameras at the window, so it's clear I am looking at the camera and say... Well, no, no, you're outside of a building. You're outside a convenience store. You would, you, you're going to be standing, staring out a window out at the edge of the convenience store talking to it. There's a door to go into the convenience store. Yeah, I'm going in. Okay, because otherwise you're standing outside making lip action toward a camera. And I'm going to walk right over to the camera and look at it and then walk over to the desk. Okay, you walk in, the smell of night crawlers fill the air as you can hear their chirp. Not only do they sell auto parts, which is a nice selection of auto parts, you see that there is also a place for live bait, soda pop, there's a place for coffee, alcohol, they sell varieties of snack cakes. It's like a stuffer shack with auto parts and live bait thrown in. Standing up at the on the far end, you see a selection of soy-based candy products, a thick plexiglass wall, and behind the plexiglass are bars. So you'd have this plexiglass and bars between you and what seems to be a large, pale, white male with uh, fair hair, a big, robust beard, and we'll say he's wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, a t-shirt. And you can definitely see he's a tattooed individual. He's smiling as he's talking to the uh, the old man who's in front. The old guy turns to her and says, uh, Thank you, Mr. Boyd. I much appreciate this help. So all I do is just plug this in here and into my tractor and we'll all be good. And the other guy responds back, Yes, old Bob, all you're going to have to do is plug it into your tractor and we'll be able to get that thing updated without a problem. And uh, the older gentleman says, I much appreciate all this. Thank you for your assist. And the younger gentleman sits there and says, Not a problem, old Bob. You tell young Bob when you see him come round. We'll do some drink and go do some fishing too. The old guy is tall, thin. His clothes hang on him and he shambles past you and smiles as you come walking in. You, amongst, there is no other customers, but the people outside, you look like your city folk, the way you walk and talk and how you're dressed. And also the fact, it's not raining out here. Yeah, we talked about solar panels, lots of solar panels. So, you've walked in. 
Now, this is the point where things change for you, Sarah, because your targeted electronics just walked into the building. I need to tell you about what you see on the building. There are mag locks on the front and the back of the building that are visual. They are active icons that you can see as well as all the other icons that are buzzing around, including the advertisement people. And you can identify the mag lock on the door as a level six mag lock that requires a signature fingerprint as well as a key code to open it and a key itself. Wow. Four, three levels of security on a level six mag lock. Wow. The back door is the same. And on the inside, you can definitely see that the register is running a high-end system. Past that, everything seems to go down into the ground and there are no icons. So there's like a basement. You can definitely identify that data travels into the basement. But the basement is behind a secured wall inside the host. So right now, you're seeing the outside of the building as well as the opening area to enter the host if you wanted to. Otherwise, you can kind of slide into the building with Alan and be looking around the room, but you're not in the host. Okay. I think I'm going to hold off on doing anything because honestly, I think it's, I think it's a little beyond me to, I mean, if he's got three black eyes advertising things, I don't want to touch this host. I really don't as a person, as a player, I don't want to. So what I think will be the best action to take from here is Alan with his charisma and everything can talk to this person, try to get some information from him, and then we exploit the shit out of him without me having to touch this host. I'm just a fly on the wall feeding you information about what I found and what we need. <sighs> yeah. Trying to do some confidence things. So you don't actually have hmm. to... So you can go into the building and view all the things going on in the building, but you're just not in the host yet. The host is an icon that you would activate to enter in the subroutines of the actual host. And there's probably like like a website where it's like the stuff for Shaq kind of thing. Hey, this is the stuff crap we have. Remember that we're playing hosts as if there's the public side and then the private side. So if you went in the host, you'd be in the public side. Right. But you'd still be in the host. Right. So you're the fly on the wall. Action change. Alan, go. No pressure. I walk in there after... Making sure he sees me look at the camera and look at him. Alright, well he's, he's just watching you as you walk up. He seems not to respond in any matter. Just that, hi, how you doing? Hello, Mr. Norse 2030. My hacker speaks quite highly of your skill. He kind of looks around for a moment, kind of like looking past you. I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> Alright, judge intent. Yeah, judge intent. One. All right. He is, his, it looked like he might have been looking around to see if anybody else was around, or maybe he seemed confused. You're not sure. Sarah, an icon just activated behind the counter. It is the icon for a wireless smart gun link and adapter to a room sweeper. And then making sure I put my phone where I can see right. what, what she's typing. I'm going to say, be careful. He's got a gun. There's no need for weapons, Mr. Norse. Just need some information on a client of yours. All right, so he hasn't moved his hands down. He's just kind of like sitting at the counter. So he hasn't put his hand down to play with anything. So whatever activated was like some sort of electronic thing going on. So he goes, I'm sorry. I'm not really sure I understand what you're talking about. You think I'm, my name is Norse? 
like Chuck Norris? Alright, you want to judge intent again to see if he's uh, still effing with you? Yeah. Alright, this time you're very aware, you're feeling more confident that he's dragging this out or leading you on. At this point in time, the broom sweeper has now finished loading ammunition. I'm going to say, let us not make this any more unpleasant than it has to be. And I feel you should know my girlfriend knows I came here. She is with the Tacoma police and she has contact in other departments. All right, Ray will intimidate. Or con, whichever you want to use. If you want to intimidate him, intimidate. If you want to con him, con him. Three successes on a con. All right, so uh, he goes, look, I think this is kind of a little extraordinary. I don't know how you found me or what you're trying to pull. Look, I ain't done nothing wrong and got no reason for the police to be picking me up. You can definitely tell now that the ruse, you know his ruse, he seems to be trying to backpedal to get out of some sort of situation. I say false IDs, uh, however common they are, are still illegal, Mr. Norse. Okay, uh, at this point in time, he goes, how'd you find me? I say uh, we have uh, documentation from uh, several projects of yours leading back to a Mr... Zafar Alati here. He has a receipt with uh, this location, and my hacker friend helped me trace this. She is quite, as I said, she is quite impressed with your work, uh, but we need some information on where he is going. All right, Sarah, the um, agents at this time have kicked up their perception to about eight successes worth as now they are scouring the area looking for you. Eight. You're still hidden. They're crawling all over the place. <laughs> You're playing like some sort of keep away game as like the areas in which you can't be seen dodging their sensor sweeps like solid snake. <laughs> you mean I'm in a box? I'm in a cardboard box. He will say, look, I don't want no trouble. That Zafar guy was a little bit too much and too much problem. He's gone now. I ain't got nothing there. I don't know how I can help you. I don't know how much it's going to cost me, so you don't say nothing. I will say nothing if I get some information where he's going. And then he and I will be out of your hair. He gives a sigh. I'm going to hold you to that because that's important. Of the IDs we made, the only one that really counted that I knew that he was going to be using is the Mario Schubert one. That's the one that he intended to use. Thank you for your assistance, sir. I shall, I shall be leaving. Hey, whatever you got on me, destroy it. I will make sure it is destroyed when Zafar is confirmed gone or in my custody. I promise you that. You give me some sort of confirmation on that. Once I got enough cameras on your face, I'll find you. Yes. Does he have an email address or something that we can send it to? Yeah, there's a business email address located with the shop. Okay. Yeah. It will be burned. The information will be scrubbed. He nods. And I just walk out as if nothing, nothing happened. The agents stay very active as they begin scouring continue. The, the guy at this point in time for the shotgun disengages, the icons turn off and, uh, you're able to just jack out from here. Do you want to stick around with Alan? Make sure it covers ass. I'm going to stick with Alan and make sure I cover his ass. 
I don't need you to roll another sneak roll or anything like that. You're already hidden. They try really hard to find you. Ten successes. That was really good. It was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thing Good thing you told the cat to, to, to not fuck with you, because that would have been bad. <laughs> I piled up the tuna. That's what you got to do to make my dice like me. I have to appease the fake cat that I have. <laughs> appease the blackberry cat. Yeah. So what do you want to do now? We know that he, the Mario plan is the one he's going with. Yes. Right. Which place is attached to him? Like, where is he going? Alaska. Uh, he's scheduled to catch a ferry around 3 p.m. today. In Bellingham? What? Bellingham is where the, uh, the ferry is. Yeah, no, he's catching the ferry from Seattle to Upper State Washington. And then the, yeah. end, the end of the trip is to Alaska. So he's going to be hitting a road that goes from upstate Washington all the way to Alaska. Okay. Because think about it. You're trying to run and hide. Well, a bunch of IDs say that you're flying all over the place. I'm going to actually be on the ID where I'm going to be on the road for like two weeks straight and then fly out of Alaska. You can take a ferry from Bellingham, Washington to... Oh, then the, yeah, that's right. He'll We'll just say he's on the ferry the whole way. Okay. So ferry from... Seattle goes out into the bay up to Bellingham. He would have to transfer over to another ferry. Yeah. And this is just logistics because I know. <laughs> well, I've just figured that at that point he'd get on the highway and just start driving. So he's off the grid for a few weeks. Okay. But nonetheless, you now know where he's at and he's leaving by 3 p.m. And we know where he's leaving from. Which, by the way, the ferry leaves out of Tacoma. I've headed back to Tacoma. To uh, intercept him. All right. How do you get there? I call another taxi, tell him to step on it. Step on what? The gas. The gas. All right. I'm going to roll three dice. If I roll high, the tab driver's like, yeah, but he wants extra money. If I roll low, he's like, no. I rolled in the, I rolled a 10 out of 18 possible. So he's about in the middle. He's like, eh. I, I slide him over a 50. Eh. Further 25. 75 extra for a trip that far. All right, he'll go with it. So he begins driving pretty quickly. I'm going to destroy him on Yelp. (laughs) Sarah, what do you want to do in the meantime while Alan is making the long drive from Sonomish into the other side of Tacoma? I am going to zip over and check out where the ID is hovering. If I can find it, where he's going, that kind of thing. It's currently at a uh, soy bucks right up the road from the ferry. Okay. I will deliver that information to Alan. Is it like a small ferry company? Yes. Because I'm going to have them lose his ticket. <laughs> you're such an evil person. I love it. All right. <laughs> uh, you're going to need to put some marks on their host and get into their system. All right. I'm going to give their host rating a two. If she does that, I'm also going to ask her to give me a cover as a security person. That's going to take a lot of effort. I know. It'll be fine. You'll be able to find him. I can make them lose the ticket, and then he'll either have to wait for the next ferry that comes, or they'll hold him while they try to get stuff done, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I can come in as and basically BS them. Exactly. Yay! Okay. Let's put some stuff on the system. 
Okay, so I'm going to try to put all three marks on at one time. Ooh, now the fairy's a lot closer, so we're going to set the noise level probably about three. So you got six, three from the country, three from distance, and then it's in a distantly busy place, so some spam. So we're going to seven, seven total noise level. Okay, so I can definitely still, how far away of a drive is it? Hours, hours. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I have some time. Yeah. What time is it now? Probably noon-ish, like noon 30. This is right after he left the uh, Norse 2030 place. So they won't find out that they lost his ticket until he starts getting on the actual ferry. Which are probably about 2.30, so about two hours from now. So I'll go ahead and just try for two marks on the system for now. Okay. So I am going to use uh, my virtual machine with two signal scrubs. So that'll take care of most of it. Take a dice out. And then I will add... So it's a hack on the fly to put marks on, so I'll use exploit to give my limit plus two on please. And remember, you have to tell me your total net successes because that adds to your overwatch. Yes. And then how many you make and are usable is a different value. Correct. Five. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Six. Sorry. Awesome. So you made six successes. On the second, sorry, I'm going to run two virtual machines and baby monitor and okay. exploit on the that one. Okay. So how many successes did you make? Six. And how many count? The six. Got it. Okay. So you've moved over from their public side and you've gone over to their private side. You put some marks on the system. You want to find his ticket, right? Right, yes. That's set up into the filing system, so you're going to have to convince the computer that you are have authority to look at his ticket. So you have to spoof it. Oh, good. Just one mark. Okay. Hacking plus intuition. Well, I said host is a two, so yay, it's got oh, no successes to resist you. <laughs> I know we talked about it before, but how do I actually pull a punch if I'm doing that? You just roll less dice. Okay. All you need is one success. Well, shoot. Then I'll just buy a couple of successes. How many? Let me see how many I can actually buy first. What's your intuition, by the way? Five. Yeah. So the reason you know that it made no success is because your intuition is higher than the rating of the, s- the system by two. You're, you're twice. So if you had had a, a three, I wouldn't be telling you how many successes it made. So you only need one success. So you can say, I take four dice, I buy one success. You done it. You got the, you spoofed it. It gives it to you. That okay. counts as one success to the total. So your baby monitor would tell you, Hey, we just hit 13. Okay. Excellent. Then I right. will do that. So now you have the ability to edit it. And that doesn't cost do anything. That's just editing. That's data processing. Okay. Yeah. I have two marks on it. Would it, would I just be able to delete the ticket? Yeah, edit file allows you to create, change, copy, delete, or protect. Well, let's, let's delete it. Okay, let's delete it. All right, done. Uh, you need one success versus their role, let's see. And they've got, oh crap, they got three successes. Computer. 
So you can roll or you can just buy. I can definitely buy. I can buy four. All right. That's what you need. Okay. So that counts. So you went from a 13 to a 17 because you got baby monitor running. And yeah, you, uh, you delete it. Excellent. Okay. Hours pass by as you wait. His icon gets up around 2.20 or so and goes, gets in a car and drives up the road, pulls into a parking spot in the ferry's parking lot. He gets out. He's doing stuff. You see Wi-Fi tags on luggage as he shuts the car down and whatnot become active. He walks into the building and you can see that they start accessing the information and stuff because you're still in the computer, right? Uh, two hours later, they'd be, no, you wouldn't be, you would have refreshed by now. Yeah. Cause you didn't want that stuff sitting because two hours, that's one, two, three, four, eight times I would be adding to it. Yeah. No, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, I can use, no, it's not worth it because there's a program called fly on the wall that you only gain a D six for every, like if you're just sitting there not doing anything, mm-hmm. it's a D six instead of two D six. Do you want to do fly on the wall? No. Okay. It's not worth it. I can just watch, like, I can matrix perceive, just, like, looking around, like, after I reboot and everything, just to watch his icon go go in and see what it does. So. Yeah, you see it go in. He goes into the office. This is around 2.30-ish. And he's in the office. And he's there. You look over and you can – and kilometers away, you can see Alan's icon getting closer. So for you, it's somewhat of a nervous test as things are going on. As you watch, trying to figure out, do you want to slide into their system? Maybe see if you can find a camera to watch from? Or do you just want to wait? How long would it be? Yeah, let's do that. That way I can I can actually use Fly on the Wall. I'll just like get into their system. To get in their system, you just need one mark. So you want to sleaze a mark on? Yeah. Alright, so they made one success. You need to get two successes. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just buy the two successes. Alright. Uh, you got baby monitor running? Yeah. You had a 10. Cool. Alright, you got fly on the wall. With one mark, you're able to access some of the video information. You see that Zufar is standing there with his paperwork out, talking with these people, trying to negotiate, and they're looking at the paperwork, they're playing with the computer. You can see that they're accessing, looking all over the place, trying to figure everything out. You're staring at him, we're so, you know, you, you can definitely see they're trying to be apologetic, and, uh, he, they're talking, and at some point, the lady seems very sympathetic, takes his ticket, and this is like at 15 minutes till 3, tears the ticket, hands him back the stub, and starts making hand gestures toward the ferry. And he's like, doing like this, doing like this, and he turns and hustles out the door, like, you know, walking kind of fast, gets his key out, his key fob, and starts heading for his car. Okay, I'll tell, like, I'll, I'll call Alan and say, you gotta hurry up. He's getting on the ferry. I'll slot the cab driver a hundred. Alright, describe it. Play it, don't say it. Yeah. Top speed to this location. And then what do you do? And then reach over, slide him over a hundred. Sliding money through his little slide. Just go, drive faster. Alright, now with a hundred and seventy-five extra, he's... <laughs> oh yeah, let's break some laws. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Got a fifteen. So he's he's definitely driving faster now. You see, Zufar gets his car, pulls it up, and cues it up. 
Guy comes around, takes the key. Zufar gets his luggage out and whatnot and hustles up onto the ferry. Not walking slowly, he's running. He gets onto the ferry and immediately starts heading up toward the top deck. You get to watch him through the mirror, through the little icons. He gets up on there. They start loading in the last of the cars. It's now close to three o'clock. In their system, what would I be able to trigger to make them hold the ferry? Uh, well, right now they're loading the last of the cars on. People are getting in the cars and driving the cars onto the ferry. Gun alert! Put put a gun alert on it or something. If it had a, sen- alert. If a sensor had uh, the ability to detect set, uh, guns, yeah. Yeah. What could you do? I mean, think about it. They're loading cars onto a ferry. Their ferries have to be in communication with the port authorities, stuff like that. So you get a variety of openings. Okay. If their communication system, like on the actual ferry, is, they, it should be tied into their system. Mm-hmm. Let's tell just... them that. Give them his rap list. <laughs> tell them a dangerous criminal has just entered. But then they're going to call the police. Yeah, True. we don't want the. I want to turn off their communication system, like their mm-hmm. radio yeah. systems. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You have to spoof it. Let's do it. All right. I'll tell you what they roll here in a second. They got two successes. I can still buy four. All right. So you're buying four? No, I mean, I can I can buy four. So I'll just buy three. All right. So you go from a 10 to a 13. Yeah. You shut off the radios. All right. So the radios go dead silent. Takes a minute or two for the people to start realizing something's going on maybe. Lady in the office, as you're watching through the camera, she's picking it up, playing with it, turning it on and off. Guy in the cab of the boat is sitting there playing with his as well and waving, trying to talk, see if the people can notice. The cab has finally got on to 54th Street, which leads straight down to the ferry. 303. They're trying to get – they're loading up the last of the vehicles and still messing with the radios. They have now congregated near the edge of the ferry's docking area. Several people are with the radios trying to figure it off. They've turned them on and off and all sorts of things. Nobody's touched the actual system. They've turned the whole thing off and turn it on and dump your ass out. And they don't seem to know how to do that. So you're sitting there like, yeah, this hasn't happened. And the taxi cab is now kind of pulled up to the intersection no more than two blocks away. They're loading in the last of the vehicles and at some point you just see, they're like, what, what, fuck it, whatever. And you see the craziest fucking thing. You're like, what, what is it? What are they doing? The guy from the, the ferry, the last car's coming on. They're pulling up the, the thing. The tab's pulling into the parking lot. The guy at the ferry walks out and whips out motherfucking colored flags and starts doing this bullshit. <laughs> oh, and the lady in the thing sits there and flicks a thing with a light and the ferry master, you know, the ferry driver, bah! and a dude walks out of the front of the boat with, Flags and sticks them in and then goes walking around with flags. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> no analog. Come on. Okay. Is the boat motor tied in? Huh? <laughs> to like, is the boat? No. But you see, they're still loading in passengers. They finished loading the cars. Now passengers are getting on. The taxi cab pulls into the parking lot and slides to a stop. Oh, can I just turn on the, uh, like not have it call out? But like the fire system, like just go off. Yeah, the wire fire system is Wi-Fi. Yeah, Fantastic. Do that, and Alan will be waiting because they've got to do a full evac. Yeah, they have fire. to pull people. They have to pull people off the boat. They can't be in in the little thing. I don't want it to call out though, like to the fire department. I don't want that to happen. I just want it to like 
the fire alarm to go off. Okay. To keep that from happening, you have to crash the fire alarm program. The fire alarm is attached to the fire department. That's a different company. That's City Works right there. You can go for it, but City Works has a host rating of four, which means I won't tell you what they roll. Right. Is there any other alarm systems? Like within just their... The crash, the crash alarm on the boat that sits there and says you're about to hit something. Which okay, tells that the, one. Which does something. That's what you found, the crash alarm. You don't know what it means. <laughs> you found it. It's on their system. It's fine. Let's do that. Spoof it. <laughs> the boat made three successes. It ain't got, it's got no time for your shit. Yeah, then I'll, I'll do four. All right. I'll no, just buy four. The boat resists your attempt to tell the, the crash alarm to go off. It's just like, I don't see anything here. Just fucking do it. Do so finally, it. the crash alarm goes off, which kills the motor. Which means the crash alarm saying, we're about to hit shit. You can't go. And the guy's like, the motor won't start. Well, the crash alarm's going off. That's why you got to shut off the crash alarm so we can turn back on the motor. And so now there's an argument. Radios aren't working. Flags are waving. People are trying to file in. Alan, the taxi cabs come to a stop. You've thrown the money at the dude, and he's just like, <laughs> thank you, have a nice day. I'm going to try and con them into believing I'm a, an officer of the law. Well, right now there's chaos. Passengers are trying to get on. Alarms are sounding. The boats I, and the people I'm are like, I'm just going to run everyone. over to the nearest person and go, oh, is this person on? Pick, pull a picture of that person. Of Zafar? Zafar. Sure, all right, make a con roll. Wait, I can tell her exactly where he is. She doesn't have to do that. She He's on the boat, right? But she has to get the people to believe that yeah. she's a police officer. Right. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. she has the fake ID for it. Yeah, yeah. So con roll, and I'm going to spend an edge. Yes. To reroll ones. Okay. Because <laughs> you got two of them. Oh. <laughs> As you run up and you show the pictures of far. And your ID at the same time. Is this man on? Do you see the, the, the guy's just like, I'm sorry, buddy. We got a lot of stuff going on right now. I, I can't help you. Just, can you just stay over here? We might have to evacuate the whole boat. Okay. You know, so the guy's like kind of holding you off. So if, and I'll say, good, good. Hold the boat, please. Make a perception check using your intuition. Sarah, as you're watching all this, you're right now fighting with that crash detector saying, no, no, you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on. There's chaos. I see nothing. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of chaos. And then you notice it. Zufar's icon has left the boat and is traveling along like what seems to be the edge of the water via your Google Maps thing. Hell, Alan. And you're yeah. like, what the hell? He's on, the edge of the, he's on the edge of the water to your left. He's going left. He's uh, Alan's going to immediately uh, use his... Uh, Ability to increase his, his, uh, he's going to increase his body and strength so he can up his speed. I do believe agility is the one that you want to up if you want to run faster. Yes, okay, it is agility. Then, yeah. I'm just going to run full out. What's your agility? Four. All right, times four, that makes it a 16. He's got an agility of two, so the highest he can get is eight. So you're going to be moving at twice this speed. You begin heading down the side of the boat as quickly as you possibly can. You look down. There is a small sidewalk made of tires and concrete bits that run along the edge of the water, and he is on it. No gear, no nothing. Zufar is on the move as quickly as he can. He's hustling. He's figured out shit's gone wrong, and he is running as quickly as possible. 
Alan, you're running along the top edge as well. You're, you see it's bobbing and weaving. He's on a no-hold-bar straight path, but in front of you, there's a fence that blocks this section. So the you are not have to either like fly around this section of fence somehow or jump down to the ground where he's at. I'm jumping down. All right. Acrobatics plus agility. I don't know that I have acrobatics. You default on your agility. Yep. One success. It's only two meter drop, so you hit the ground, you pull yourself up and uh, describe it. I hit the ground, pull myself up, and pounce. Roll the hit using your agility with your unarmed. Okay. That's good. And, uh, Three successes. I pumped and go and cover his mouth. Reaction plus intuition for his defense. He has an intuition of five and a reaction of three, which gives him eight dice. He's a very intuitive man. That's how he's been able to stay alive this long. He has to get three successes to get away from you. Two and you've caught him. Three successes. You hit the ground. You make a leap toward him. He spins, jumping to one side. Leave me alone! I know who you are, and I know who you work for. And he continues to haul ass. You work for the corpse! I continue to haul ass after him, and I pull out my uh, staff. Okay. Pulling out your staff is part of an action as you begin to run after him. He's running too, but he's going to make a, a sprint test. He doesn't have much in the way, so he's got Two strength and he'll default, so he gets one extra roll. Raw, one dice. No successes. Alright, you begin gaining on him. Get away from me! Get away from me, he's yelling. Right now you guys are isolated. There's nobody around. This is part of like a big like parking lot, garage place where boats unload cargo and stuff. And so now you guys are running into, what are those called? Cargo containers? Cargo containers. You're running into a collection of cargo containers. Alright, so what do you want to do? You got the staff out? I'm going to try and uh, see if I can do an aim shot for the legs. Aim shot minus four dice out of your attempt with the staff. One success. He might... He gets two, so you move forward, you sweep, and he's like stumbles and, and runs to one side, stops on the edge of the cargo container, sits there and goes... You think you work for the Enclave, and they're just another group that helps out Shadowrunners? You're wrong. They're run and owned by the corporations. You're just a pawn like the rest of them. I'm just trying to find a way out. Leave me alone. And and at this point in time, he's going to jump and swing a fist at you. (laughs) All of... He's got three dice. Rawr. One, two, and a three. Wow, that's... That's kind of an epic roll there. One, two, three. Yeah, he, no successes. He actually glitches, which causes him to stumble backwards a little bit into a cargo container. Huh? I go and grab him. Uh-huh. Are you using, like, your hands to grapple him, or what are you doing? I'm pulling him against my chest with my staff. All right. You can use your melee attack to do this grapple. Uh, because he glitched, I'll give you an extra two dice. Four. And he still gets his eight dice to kind of resist to get away from it. One success. So you whip your staff around. Describe it for me. I just whip my staff around, pull it, and pull him in towards me. Okay. And then I push him down and use my uh, plastio restraints to tie him. Sort of look at him, 
take off a piece of his shirt and gag him. Okay. And then I call Zoe right. and say, got him. All right, and he yells the entire time as you're bringing him down and restraining him. He's just like, you work for the corporation. You're no better than any of those other bloodsuckers. How much they pay you to capture me. You know they're just going to kill me in the end. They're going to try to cover everything they've done up. <laughs> I'm just... All right, so you you gag him now? Yep, All right. gag him. Got him. Okay. And then I... Hey, thank you, and then hang up, call Sonny. Got him. We're at... Zoe can tell you where we are. Yeah, she's... Uh, you leave a message on her answering machine. Oh, how helpful. Where am I going to keep this guy <laughs> however long? I'm pretty sure it won't be too long. But you need to sit on him at this point in time. Yes. And that's what I am doing. Literally. Sitting <laughs> on him. So I'm assuming you're going to escort him out and pretend to be a cop taking him... Yeah, I take off the gag, let him yell, escort him out. Explain to him that you're a police officer. That I'm what? A police officer. You show him your ID and stuff. You're like, I'm a real cop. You can't say this stuff. I'm a cop. Yep. He doesn't believe you're a cop. He says, you work. I, I know that you work for the Enclave. I know that they're trying to capture me. I know what's going on. And then if anyone asks, I say, uh, I'm Baker acting him. Okay. Yeah. He's yelling gibberish. All right. Yeah. So how are you going to get him from where you're at to a place to contain him? <laughs> He's got a car. I yeah. would, is it on the ferry? Yes. Has it been loaded off the ferry? Not yet. It'll be a while before that happens. I'm going to take him into an alley, stash him there, wait until they unload his car, and just put him in it and drive off. Okay. All right, congratulations, you two. You caught so far. Yay! Good deal. Yay. Um, you meet the objective of discovering the ID, tracking him down, and dealing with that. Uh, so you met all the objectives. That's three karma. Uh, you did so without actually killing him. That was pretty cool. I like the chase scene. So not killing him, that's an extra karma. So a total of four karma for the entire event. Awesome. Yep. And now we will resolve the getting paid and what happens to Zafar off the show, but pretty much it's going to be taken care of. The uh, cinematics of everything is is done, so now it's time for some downtime. Did y'all have fun? Yes. That's pretty cool. I want to host. <laughs> <laughs> you want to host? Yeah, and then Zoe and I, after yeah. we dump Zafar on Sunny, we take care of getting rid of the evidence information right okay yeah that's gonna be like i put so many layers of crap in between me and norse that it would take forever for him to like try to yeah and i send it from a false email yeah yeah somewhere else i take a special drive (laughs) cover your trail exactly well you guys are finished you've got some karma and I'm pretty sure Sonny's going to cough up the two standard for you guys to split so you can mark that onto your character sheet. For now, I'd like to thank you all for joining, and good night, or good evening. Good afternoon. That, too. <laughs> I was fun.
That was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had fun creating Norse 2030 and everything around it and trying to practice the accent, which I think I screwed up. But uh, whatever, at least he sounded different than the some other bumpkin or whatnot. So I was um, actually looking at hosts the other day, like after you texted me. And I was like, how do I get a host? I have no idea. There's there's no rules for making, like building one. Did you check data trails yet? Yes. I don't think it, it's just. Now in data trails, it talks about, hey, here's a host rating. Here's what it means. And here's some stuff you can throw into it. And here's how to generate a host for, you know. Right. But yeah. like money wise, how do you like set them up? What roles do you use to like put things? I mean. It's like building a house in Minecraft and there are no instructions. <laughs> so um, I don't know. And uh, we'll have to work on figuring that one out. I'm pretty That's sure fun. you'd be excited to having a host. Now, no hosts don't move. So once a host is set down, it's set down. You have to. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was set up a host for the res. The what? That, oh, the reservation, right. Yeah, for the res, for the reservation. I, I, I actually was composing an email of like all the things that I want to do for it. And like, if anybody tries to get into that host, it would capture their ID and their IP address. And then I know exactly where they are. And then it would like the first time it would just kind of like bounce them out and give them stun damage. Uh If they came back, uh, then it would kill them. Ooh, that's black ice level dangerous. Nice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, all right, we'll have to work on that one. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at originalboxset.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash originalboxset so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you next week, chummers. Now for all this legal dreck. Original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.